we're back. <laughs> I'm I'm laughing, but I'm crying on the inside. Welcome back, everyone, to Stalking Spurs. This is a bonus pod, so it's not hopefully 40-ish minutes, but it's going to be somehow football adjacent. I don't know if it's frivolity either. Wow, this is... This is unprecedented. We haven't, we usually, as you guys know, call pods every like what, two to three weeks because we're lazy and we wait for social content. But here we are a couple days later from our last pod. This is me, Patty, and I'm joined by Acid, my co-host, and our lovely Kumbaya master who we need now more than ever, Toby. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey. Hi. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh- <laughs> I'm I'm crying on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> this, this episode's gonna be a bit raw, guys. It's gonna be short. Uh, we're gonna try to pack it in with feelings about our back-to-back performances at the North London Derby versus Arsenal, where we lost to one, and our dismissal from the round of 16 at the Europa League just recently to Dynamo Zagreb. Very fresh. Very fresh. Just, just last, last night. night. And because I'm probably not going to edit this, you're just going to hear all the pauses and all our ums and her- just, this is going to be raw and full of feelings. So how are you guys feeling given our loss just a couple hours ago, our exit from Europa League? I feel bad. <laughs> is like... A really simple way to put it. I I feel bad. I feel this is this is gonna sound like a therapy session. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel betrayed. I feel disappointed. Those are where my feelings are right now. I wish we had fought. I didn't mm. see fight. Yeah, I think disappointment is the key thing because I mean we've all been Spurs fans long enough to know we're not always gonna land the result. And as other teams' fans love to mock us for, we don't always get the trophy. But, I mean, that's not always what it means to be a Spurs fan. We we just want to play good football, and we want a team that fights hard, a team that doesn't mind being the underdog. And, yeah, we just didn't show an ounce of that. They talked a lot about the strategy. Did they show up with the mind, right mindset and that kind of thing? And, I mean, obviously we didn't, but you, we just need guys who are willing to fight. And there's some people on the team that are showing that every week and too many who aren't. I mean, and they the thing is, they must realize that we know what that looks like. You don't have to be an accredited sports analyst to see that. Like when we see Hoybier running around fighting, getting a bloody head and, you know, still playing hard for the rest of the 90 minutes. Like we can see that as fans. You don't have to be in the stadium. You can see it on TV. So when you see guys walking around, not tracking back, not committing to tackles, not winning 50-50 balls, it's very obvious. And what's amazing, like if you, I saw somebody else talk about this, if you are working at a millions of pounds uh, complex where they do beautiful state-of-the-art facilities, you're being paid top dollar. What else more do you need? I mean, it's not even about loving the club. Like, it's not even being professional, I guess, at some level, if you're not going to play hard for your paycheck. That's your job. That's your job. Your job is to fight. And at the helm of the team is, of course, our manager, Jose Mourinho, who put out a a statement of sorts, I guess, on, on the official sports official Instagram. He has a message on behalf of my team, I can only apologize to the Tottenham supporters, which comes just six hours ago. I think this is in response to clamor from fans who are expecting an apology because when Man United had their string of poor performances, the entire team was just tweeting their personal apologies. And 
And yes. I guess this is what we get from Jose. I haven't seen anything from the team, but I guess let's start with him. We've all heard Jose out. I think in the past couple of episodes, we have discussed and we've reiterated that, you know, we got to give him a chance. Even if we're out of FA Cup, we still had Europa. And, you know, it's North London Derby. <laughs> have we forgotten that? Uh, just the start of the week, uh, we also... I, I, I'm not saying what color North London is, but it wasn't a great result. And then we get this. Can we now say Jose out, or is it still unfair to say that? And should we still give him a chance? Because, hey, we've got Carabao Cup left, and we may... There's still chances for us to get to the top four, which supposedly are stipulations in his contract. I don't know. This is all hearsay. I think it's... To me, it's a very different result, because we'd won, like, what, five on the trot, good victory away at Wolfsburger, beat Burnley, had some good goals, etc. Away at Arsenal, it's always a tough fixture for us. It's, you know... We struggle there anyway. So there's really no reason that should have thrown us off as much as it has. Like, again, we're, we're at the bottom of the table for points taken from us by bad refereeing, right? I mean, it's the same again. The Lacazette airballs it. Sanchez tries to throw in a block, and it's a stupid penalty. So, and that, that happens, and that was unlucky. And, but the difference is in this Dynamo Zagreb, there was nothing unlucky about it. It was just lack of mentality, lack of attitude, lack of belief in each other. So it's a very different result and a much less excusable one. Like as an optimistic slash delusional Spurs <laughs> fan, I can write off the North London Derby as we're a bit unlucky, bullshit penalty, you know, and we can move on. But this one, it's like you just wonder how they got so low, how they lost confidence so quickly. Acid. Jose in, Jose out, Jose all about. I don't know. It's like the hokey pokey. You know what? Oh, oh my gosh. So, okay, sports is super emotional. So I, I feel the peeps who are Jose out. But I guess it's, it's also a business and he has a contract and he was hired to deliver a specific result. And the result is to win shit. And I feel like because that's what he's been brought on board for, it is only fair to give him a full season to make it happen. So I feel like he came in mid-season last season, and he's just he started this season from the start for the very first time. I feel like we need to give him a fair shot until the end of the season. If at the end we are empty-handed, then <laughs> fuck off. But if... If we do, oh my god, so it's, all eggs are That's in it. this basket now. If we do get Carabao, then I think that mm. buys him another season. Is it get, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm so frustrated, but it is only fair to give him a fair Do you shot. think it's Carabao and top four or Carabao and or top four? I, I know I'm, I'm always maximum, <laughs> maximum points. I feel like, oh my God, this has, the, the past few days have changed something <laughs> fundamentally in me. And now I'm just saying, let's get yeah. one of those. Ideally, yeah. the Carabao Cup. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, if we win Carabao, then we are in Champions League. Oh! So, yes, it's, so, so. it's two yeah, bats. We're going to fact yeah, check that. It's two bats think, to Champions League then. Yeah. Okay, and this is news to me. And if this is fact checked, I hope it is. That is fantastic. Okay, that kind of fired me up a little, uh, but maybe yeah. It, yeah. So I guess what about like uh, what about you? So are you where are you on the Jose spectrum? <laughs> Jose sexual, <laughs> Jose, the Jose yeah. acceptance. Is it, yeah, Jose spectrum. sapios. I know, um, clearly, I 
the last time we had an emergency pod was when Poch left or was when Poch was fired. And so, you know, our feelings are all over the place. I do believe in giving this person a contractual obligation to finish out the season, especially because I am new to this football business. I don't know many names in football. I know Jose Mourinho's name. Who the fuck do you replace him with in the middle of a season when our confidence is shot and apparently he doesn't have the team he wants, which we'll get to in a hot second. So do I irrationally want him gone? Of course, at some point. But who? Who will you put there? They were saying Ledley King. Sure. Nostalgia. But can you imagine also the pressure on Ledley's shoulders who is now going to take this on? Like, no one is in the right mind. I'm sure someone, we can find someone. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, and then again, the team is in shambles. And then now we're, we have to restart again. So it's like, guys, come yeah. on. Like, don't be idiots. Yeah, we've just seen Chelsea go through that with Frank Lampard. It's, you can... You can pull the trigger too early on a on a team legend and they end up going nowhere and then, you know, you just set yourself back. Yeah. Also, um, around the time of our last pod, <laughs> last emergency pod, Daniel Levy like released a quote that I think is going to haunt us. <laughs> he said that like when he was looking for a new manager, there were <laughs> two names that they were considering because they're two they're only two managers who are in yeah. this top tier. And another one already. One yep, of them I is know. Jose. The other one... <laughs> so, and he said the other one is yes. already with a Premier League club. So if we get rid of Jose, <laughs> what? What Are we, are we just going to somehow lure Pep over? From, oh, you, from you think it's successful? Pep. What do we have you that he will Pep. want? It could, be, I know, it could be Pep. It yeah, could be I Pep. know. But yeah. what what incentive would they have to Nothing. come to us? Money. What? Yeah. Guys. Anyway. And yeah, we, we have so, so much, much money. That, no? We have so much money. <laughs> Speaking of all that money we supposedly have, which comes hand in hand because yes, people are saying Jose out, but we did have 11 bodies on that field that somehow could not deliver us a single a single goal is all we needed. We could not deliver. On that pitch, we had in one goal, we had Harry Kane, Gareth Bale, we had Lucas Mora. We had a lot of people. We had Delhi. Delhi. Hugo at the helm. Lamella at one point. So we had bodies on that field who are again being paid. And yes, performances aside, I think I'm, I want to take a look at this or discuss this on a more macro level. Are they the right people? Because, you know, I don't know, is this nostalgia on our part? Are we just too attached to these names and these personalities? Is Because that is a discussion on Twitter of like, yeah, Jose needs to rebuild. He hasn't had enough transfer windows to get the team he wants. However, he has spent $8 million more than in one transfer window than, from what I remember on Twitter, than Poch spent in his five years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wild. So yes. he's, yeah, so it's that's wild. the wild statistic. So that's part one of my question of how I want to set this part up. But part two is... Should, knock on wood, things not go our way at the end of the season, Do we can we maintain the talent we have? In other words, Hyungmin Sun, who is still in contract negotiations, and Harry Kane, who the entire Twitter world just wants to release 
into the effort into a club that will provide him the trophy and medals that he does deserve being the world-class talent that he is sir harry kane so guys what do you think are we built for this can we do this and if we're not how do we keep who we have because yeah sorry (laughs) this question terrifies me the possibility just thinking about harry and son leaving being a club without harry and son makes me makes me deeply 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 scared and sad um there's a tweet um, during the game last night, I think someone tweeted <laughs> the 80th minute or something saying we have 10 minutes to keep Harry Kane at this club. And reading that, like, just kind of was, it's like, yeah. oh, it's getting real. Toby, how real is this possibility? So I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, I, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to say what Harry's thinking. I mean, I he hope didn't text it's you? his one and only club, but. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't texted him? <laughs> I've been, I, yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. trying to call. Okay. We've been trying okay. to call him. He's not picking understandably. up. Understandably, I know yeah, he's yeah. not in a great place right now. I mean, it's no. I mean, I'm not. It's not a final verdict on Gareth Bale or something. But instinctively, I would say take whatever he's being paid and give it to Harry and Son because I think it's just the strategic choice. I don't know. I just don't know what the strategy's been. Like, have we been fully committed to this season, knowing that? Harry and Son are getting slightly older and maybe wanting, you know, top, top level elite football. Like, why wasn't this the season that we really give a go? Because, I don't know, there's, and resources isn't an excuse. Like, the, the, the season we played at Wembley, we did fantastically well. So, God, who knows? I mean, it's such a tough job, isn't it? To, it's just a box of riddles. Like, what made Poch be able to do what he was able to achieve? He's magic, magic, you know? Yeah, it's magic. And I know the banter of all these, like, these potch sexuals, which we probably are. Um, But but the the issue here is that, of course, down to our depth. We've had depth. We have depth now, right? But what was it? Is it our defense? Is it, like, what do we need? What do we need to rebuild this? We knew the rebuild would be difficult and painful, but fuck, this is painful. I didn't know it would be... Yeah, I don't like. I I feel like a lot of you mentioned Twitter, but the Reddit sphere as well is to me overly focused on the defense. I still don't think the defense is the core issue, um, but I mean, I'm still fundamentally Jose in. I think as as you guys both said, who are we going to replace him with at this point? I think we have to give him time. It'll be a painful process. Hopefully, Harry and Son are willing to stick it out with Jose. I mean, I think. He, they're just the two most important people, along with Hugo. I hope he doesn't leave before, you know, before we find yeah. some more success. Speaking of Hugo, I just want to call it out. His heartbreaking, shockingly candid uh, post-batch interview revealed a lot of truths that we don't usually hear from him. Uh, speaking of, I guess, alluding to some tension in, in the locker room of how... The team seems to be divided. At least that's what all the journalists are talking about as they parse through his words, which is still very measured, but just a lot more emotional than we're used to from Hugo, and understandably so. Uh, yeah. How do we move forward from this, guys? We The reason why we're having this emergency pod is so we can get the negativity away from our feelings, but how do you think the team can... You know, like, how can we 
send them all the good vibes after this after this pod where we get rid of shit because I'm honestly still very it's it's been what almost 24 hours since well we played but I'm still pretty bummed watching the Hugo interview it, it's seven minutes but it's it's painful to watch um I, I don't think I've seen Hugo look like this before he he looked defeated he looked super disappointed he looked he seemed like apologetic mm. in a way also um seemed like at a loss as well like i feel like that's what we feel <laughs> he's feeling oh my gosh hugo mm-hmm. feels the same as we do um yeah i think there are some things he said that were particularly like revealing and disturbing he said um that what we're seeing on the pitch is a reflection of what's happening in the club and when he said that you're like oh my god please ask a follow up question and they do but he doesn't he doesn't give any specifics he does like give another snippet though to like obliquely back that up he said that there one there, it's one thing to get in front of a camera and say you have ambition to win it's another thing to be getting the basics right and the fundamentals right on the ground to like actually mm. win something. So I guess in a way he's saying that, oh, we're declaring our ambition. We are hiring a manager who's going to help us meet this ambition. Mm. But there's some really basic things that we are not doing to support that. So I, I wonder what... Wonder Amazon, what where are you at? <laughs> this is the season for that documentary. Yeah. Part two, guys. <laughs> it is. Toby? Yeah, I don't know. Well, how- yeah, I mean, it must be really frustrating, especially as a goalkeeper in a position of leadership because he can he brings the focus he brings the intensity he brings the commitment and belief to every single match I think that much has always been clear that's why he's a fantastic leader but you're a goalkeeper so you can't I mean he can't run out and start tackling people and like so it must be really frustrating when you're watching 10 guys ahead of you who you know could be giving more and I mean that that must be really frustrating as a goalkeeper captain but yeah it's I'm listening to that. It sounds like a, it's a little bit focused on the players. I mean, who knows? Who knows who the target audience of that is? It sounds like it's a bit of a player's critique rather than a, one for the manager or for the management. Yeah, he did kind of like address that also. Like he talked for a while about the attitudes during the game, specifically the Europa League one where he, he felt frustrated that like they weren't fighting they weren't playing like it was an important game um never felt in control of the game maybe went into it with a bit of complacency complacency is my word he didn't say that but that's what he seemed to be describing to me that like it was like oh we just need one goal that's it and then we kind of just didn't show up and 200 minutes went by 200 120 minutes went by and and there was still no the one goal we need yeah so i think he was just saying that yeah we really just weren't bringing it and then the interviewer like pressed him to say oh which ones and he goes well all of us need to mm-hmm. he deflected it really well such a great <sighs> captain i guess the one bright spot there would be giovanni Lochelso, who was back looked great i guess they all need to take 10 million years of rest for them to look that lovely but we've got a couple away games coming up uh aston villa newcastle and then at home to Man United, away again to Everton before we face Man City in the in the Carabao Cup finals. Uh, yes, we want all those points. We will always declare it. But I guess final thoughts as we release 
this negative energy into the ether and come back stronger. I think I've already released the negative energy because I'm about to say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Now, now we're focused on on this one final and the final what mm-hmm. seven eight games. We have no midweek games mm-hmm. that are going to distract us. We're, we have laser focus. Not, let's so let's yeah. fucking focus. Let's get yeah. our shit together. Let's take the next few days to get our shit together kill and it. just kill it. Yeah. Every minute damn one game, confidence. Minute. Yeah, it's it's an opportunity. I mean, this is the fire where Spurs heroes are forged. I mean, this is the difficult run in. It's there's no excuses now. You know, there's just like can we prove what we're worth now that we're really up against the wall this is where the you know the heroes are born i wish we were recording with a mic so you could have something <laughs> to drop but it's just that is my phone. pretty deep shit dobes that's why we have you right before we recorded i'm like so this is it right guys this is the bottom right we can just nowhere to go but up right and you were like nah is this the bottom <laughs> no 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 seriously just watch Sunderland till I die. Yes. I still believe I that know. this is not the bottom. Yeah. The bottom is this is where the Premier There is so this far is, yeah, there is, yeah. We still have a bit to fall, but we cannot allow ourselves to fall any further. This has to <laughs> no. be our rock bottom. This has to be our wake up call. And so moving forward, it's nowhere to go but up. We cannot dig ourselves a deeper grave. We are already in pretty deep shit, and I don't want to call another fucking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put exactly. Down the shovels. Get those shovels out. Get your boots on, and just start acting like a club that we are. So yeah. Yeah, and because if players want to leave, if they're not feeling motivated at the club, I mean, it's not like a mutiny moment where there's a line in the sand, and either they're with Jose or against him. Like, you don't quite want to put yourself in that position because it's a bit risky if the team's like genuinely 50-50 and the dressing room falls apart but at the same time it's like Jose needs a bit of an open door be like if you don't believe in this just make it known and we can help you transfer out at the end of the year but you know we need to know who's committed in this very very crucial run-in these are good I'd say really good fixtures in the lead-up to Man City you know some teams that we definitely should beat like Villa and Newcastle Menu is going to be a tough one Everton is very beatable. So, I mean, it's a good mixture. But I mean, very skilled, obviously. Everton's a very good team, but they are a bit mercurial, a bit like us. Like, don't always win the games they should. So, it's a really good run-up to the Man City final. I mean, that's why we have you guys. We just gotta gotta keep on. And that is what we're going to do. I declare this. I, mean, I don't know if I should declare this. But I declare this the last emergency pod of the season. <laughs> Yes. Please. Yeah. Please. We have enough points yeah. to not be relegated, right? I think. I think we have enough already. Should we check mathematically yeah. how far, so we have to how fall. much lower can this go? Because then at least we could breathe a sigh of relief. Like, okay, fine. The whole, the whole season. Okay, so worst case scenario, the whole season's a write-off as far as this season goes but then that's the further bottom is if if Harry and Son moved on so, so there, yeah there is there is there is it doesn't a, bear there thinking is a about really we we were not going to get there because we will get maximum points instant impact minute one confidence all right top 4 we can do it i mean we can so do it i mean last weekend we were what 6 points off the top 4 there that's we easy, go easy. 
That's the spirit. I like it already. We're laughing. We're chatting again. It feels like old times. Well, let's see. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Toby, for, for rallying the troops as always. And thanks, Ascent, for keeping us together as we fell apart and I called you at five in the morning, uh, reminiscent of my call when we beat Ajax, except for a totally different reason this time. So no more phone calls. <laughs> no yeah, more 5 a.m. We were Ajax. We were yeah, Ajax'd we were Ajax collapsed on the pitch. Good job. Yeah. Congratulations. And thank you, Patty, for shepherding <laughs> us through this difficult time. Happy to be our Sherpa. We will we will get through this crazy ass base camp and reach the zenith of our of our journey in this season. All right, kids. Thanks for joining us. Alrighty. Come on, you Spurs. Kois, kois, kois. Come on, we beg you. <laughs> Come on, we beg you, Spurs. Doesn't have quite the ring <laughs> yeah. to that. We'll see you guys next time.